Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We, we are back old school. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos, making it sound good and look good. We are brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock and 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. Uh, be sure to check out their website for their Friday lunch specials. Uh, I, I've had the pleasure of eating it one time and it is really good. So um, we appreciate their support and we appreciate your guys' support with the views on YouTube and the downloads, etc. Um, top of the five o'clock hour, we get to dive into the defense. And I think, uh, I will say this, it's a blanket statement and there's some, um, you know, obviously some positions played better than others, but, um, I will say this anytime in any football league, right? So even in Lincoln youth football league, uh, club football. So, you know how they have like the, you know, national champions, you know, down there at, at Disney world or whatever, um, high school, any level of college, certainly professional, any type of things, any time that you can hold a team to 13 points, and I don't care if it's a walk-off field goal, 13 points, you should win the game. You can't say 100% of the time. It's got to be like 98% of the time. You should. Um, now, granted, if you play against like – you know, the 85 bear it is always an outlier, but normally do it with this schedule that we're playing. Okay. Let's just say devil's at, we hold Michigan to 13 points. We got to win that game. Right. Or maybe that's a game that we don't win. Cause they may say Michigan hold us to 10, right? Minnesota, you're holding the 13 points. Um, with that, with that, uh, with that skill position group, uh, regardless of a new quarterback, that offensive system, we got to win that game. So I think the defense definitely played well enough to, to win. You know, obviously they had uh, one turnover. Um, you'd like to see the, them hit the quarterback more. I think they're a little bit light of only giving the defense three quarterback hits. I can remember four or five times the quarterback getting hit. And, and granted, touching the quarterback and being in his face, in his space, is just as important. The quarterback hits won't be as high like when I played because you're not allowed to touch the quarterback. And um, you had four pass breakups, which I, I think is good, all spread out. Obviously, one interception, a great play by Omar Brown uh, competing, and five tackles for losses, uh, five tackles for loss, TFLs for 20 yards and 90 yards, and that's and that's pretty good, along with three sacks, right? Um, pretty active, and I want to say this right here is like for Omar Brown, Singleton, and John Bullock, for your first time being out there, you know, you really handled yourself um, admirably, you know, in my kids. I think they all played well. Um, I think Luke Reimer played well from start to finish, uh, you know, and, you know, look, when you're looking at these total tackles, when the coaches break down the tape, 
definitely always higher. Um, but when a team passes 44 times, it's definitely not the normal Minnesota running 44 times. Um, you know, the only thing I would probably say is you'd like to see see them be a little bit better on third down. Um, I will say this from the inside linebacker to, say, outside linebacker nickel or whatever they call it. You can even throw the jacks in there. I think they need to do a better job of rerouting receivers or hugging receivers in their zone drops, right? And what I and the reason why is you, you talk about the lack of pass rush, right? So if I'm if I'm um, right now in the studio and DP is and I'm lined up and, and DP is you know my number two receiver, then I might be dropping off of or the number three, and there's this much space in between me and DP, versus if I'm one step over, you know quarterbacks are seeing color but then also i am re not rerouting him i am making him aware of my presence and if i get out wider i am rerouting him he's going to have to go out a little bit wider. well that throws off the timing so yes they they were in their spots correctly at times and coming up making passes but when you think of like uh you know all the passes that the tight end caught there was too much space so let's hug to their players that are their specialty players now that's being nitpicky because at the end of the day, they held Minnesota to less yards than we had. Um, they held them to less first downs, right? Um, they made some plays. They made some great plays. They made a couple plays on the ball in the red zone. Um, you know, when they had to make it, Singleton made that play. Now, granted, you could say that could have been a, you know, early on the pass interference. Uh, but they had a chance to ice the game twice, right? And so when you think about the, de- the grades, and I'll just go my grades, the defensive line, you know, I'll give them a C, right? Trending towards a C plus if I watch it again. Um, OLBs, right? That means that's the money position, right? That's the guy. That's the that's the feature position on the defense, especially in the front six or seven or whatever. You know, they got a D. Not not active enough in the running pass. I mean, that's just being honest, and that's actually that D is probably being nice. If I'm their linebacker coach, if I'm the offensive line or outside linebacker coach, you're probably a, a D minus to an F. Is there an F plus? <laughs> Enough. Yeah, <laughs> you made up a one to seven yeah, scale. Yeah, you can give yeah. us an F plus. Yeah, if you yeah. Want to go for okay, it. I'll be honest. You guys you are create a G. Yeah, yeah. you'll give yeah, away right, a G. Right. You're yeah. an F plus. Yeah. Okay, D minus F plus. Inside linebackers, um, I would say B, solid. Both of them, especially. I'm gonna give you a little bit higher grade, considering that Bullock is one never played linebacker before, never started before, and had to control and uh, orchestrate the defense along with Luke Reimer. I think Luke Reimer started the party off because he had to take the leadership role, and then you started to see Bullock flash some. And that, and that's – look, that's something that's that's definitely a positive, right? Because, look, if you thought – coming in the game, he was one of the guys I thought like, hey, you know, they're going to gap – they're going to gap you. They're going to inside zone, inside and outside zone. They're going to try to play action to you. And, when, and you know what? They got him on play action in the first quarter. They didn't get him in the second, third, or fourth. So what I like – adjustments and make up for the for the you know the play that wasn't his play but could have been a better read um, i know it's one game did he play well enough to keep that starting spot even when henrich is healthy oh you gotta start next week um i mean you just gotta continue to play and nick will be in the rotation when he's healthy enough and uh you know and, and, and it, you know but times they probably need it you know they if they play when they're playing against michigan you're gonna need three guys in there because they're gonna be a lot of banging safeties i'm gonna say that they were a b same as the two inside linebackers. The two safeties showed up phenomenally. Now, I'm sure that in their defensive meetings, they could have played better, right? But I think they played well. Two guys that were thrust into 
enormous amount of plays and pressure, right? Miles Farmer, disciplinary issues, goes into transfer portal, decides to leave the team. Buford, injured, right? So that's, you know, he's going to be back. But both of them had, didn't get to play last year or didn't play last year, both kind of knickknack injuries and learning how to play at this level. And then here you are with a new coaching staff, definitely a new scheme. You know, Omar Brown back at the crib, Singleton trying to establish himself, going from what Coach Rule said, just a guy on the two deep, to being one of their better defensive players, showed up physically in the run game, right? And it could be better, right? could be crisp. You saw a couple of play entries. They could be a little bit more crisp, you know, run the legs through contact. But both of them were physical uh, and hit, hit. And I will say this, overall, the defense was a better tackling team, way more physical, especially, you know, coming up and delivering multiple players there, which you like to see. Tony White, uh, staple. Um, I'm if if I, I feel really good, you know, about them the way they played, you know, and obviously, you know, giving up 13 points is hard to give the OLBs a D, but you guys weren't. I ain't, you know, at the, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just keeping it real. And then the cornerback position, you know, I think they are a C C minus. Their tackles were not very good when they coming up tackling, and that means the leverage wasn't very good. Your feet and your play entry, whether you're a force player or entry player, was just not crisp enough. The attention to detail wasn't there either. Giving up a couple plays that you guys are too good to give up. Don't give up an inch. And then the fourth and ten play that goes on the safety play, the safety play, I have him as a B. I don't know where to put Gifford at, you know, kind of all in there. Probably in the safety play, so maybe be a little bit B-. minus. You got a chance to ice the game, bro. You got to do that. You got to take it. You're too good of an athlete. Two hands on the ball, I need it. I've dropped plenty of them. Trust me, okay? Dropped one in the first against Dallas and Houston. I still have nightmares about, right? Now, when you tape your hands up like a boxer, because I was going against Larry Allen, that's my excuse. Uh, but uh, that's probably why I was playing defense. But ultimately, the corners with that uh, slant in, in corner, um, in my opinion, with the perfect – defense called for that play in that situation to the wide side of the field you can be ultra i would say aggressive and smart and hanging outside and letting him come to you you had buddha on the inside number 33 and you had safety help inside if he fits a pass in between you three good on him now granted it was a the only reason he threw that ball is because you got smoked so much because when you tried to break on the on the five yard slant, your feet were almost crossed up. It's pretty much you got your ankles broke. And then once you did that, he snapped. Now he did snap it off, and it was a good route. It's a phenomenal catch. PJ Flex, he said he's gonna put it up in his house because he kept his right foot up and dragged the left foot. It's a toe jag swag. He doesn't throw the ball. Better yet, I'm willing to bet he doesn't complete it if you're playing your outside technique correctly. Man, first of all, man or zone. If you got inside help, you're on the outside hip. If it's zone and he goes in there, that's Buddha. I'll make him throw that play. Make him throw that. They're not throwing. It for the game's on the line, man. That's the thing. The communication has to be on it. We need this stop. Everybody should think it's coming to me. It's coming my way. Not that oh, there's no way he's gonna throw it over there. Do you think maybe that was part of the reason Hardzog jumped inside to Antsy to make a play? Well, I mean, that's the typical, like, I'm going to make a play versus just you just need to make the play you're supposed to. That's, that's, I mean, that's different. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, 
There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, you say you're going to intercept it. Okay. I mean, granted, yes, you want to get the picks, right? But you you can break up you can break late on that ball because you got thirty three there and whoever was in in the post you know and that's one but it's it followed proceed it came right out it came right after drop an interception we talked about it last night on the on the after game show football comes down to cause and effect I'm telling you we're talking about that play it's cause and effect. You go. We talked about Jeff Sims, right? We talked about the interception before halftime. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't jump. You don't. <laughs> you have a false start. You ain't throwing that play. You ain't throwing that. You had to call the timeout because you would get the ten off or 10, 10 second runoff. It's cause. I mean, I mean, because I've been in these situations. I will tell people out there. Listen. I've lost a couple games myself, whether, you know, I don't, I'm sure I have, I've been faulting and been, trust me in Houston, I was the guy that they were ringing the things up for when I had two personal fouls, you know, in within like four plays, they were like, this, this dude's a Neanderthal, get him up out of here. So I've been there, but also took that from there. And in, in that one of the few things that I felt like I learned from Jerry Gray and Greg Williams is how to operate in pressure situations in the red zone. Football is totally different. That's why it's imperative for a quarterback to protect the ball because it's gold, and it's also for the defense in the red zone. You protect the goal line, and you protect your leverage at all times. If they make a great play, you tip the hat. The scholarship check is definitely going to clear tomorrow. But don't give them any pitches and catches. Don't even give them the chance. The game's over. And so those are just the little plays that you need to get better at, and you gotta. You, and here's what you got to understand. You have the DB guru of all DB gurus coaching the team. Not only is he going to make sure his DBs are ready to go, he's, he's evaluating what they could try to do to uh, generate some offense. So you just got to get better at it. And the defense played winning football, which is obviously disappointing. Uh, can definitely get better at some things. The tackling was way better, could get, get better. Uh, but they got to get back to work. It's, it's time for the defense, really, to be honest with you, if you want to take this and, and be positive, it's time to crank up even higher. Try to see how good you, and how far you can get with this. You're going to be down your starting defensive tackle, your main guy for the first, what, two quarters, right? Is that what happens, DP? Mm-hmm. Which, I, I, on a side note, it, NCAA, I mean, I get when you first tried to do the targeting thing, and I understand. This is like the dumbest thing right here. You ding me for 15 yards. And even if you want to do 20 yards, right, it'd say the intent. Or worst case scenario, ding me twice, right? The penalty and the intent, 30. He's going to be suspended for essentially four quarters, right? I mean, am I right? Am I in my mind? Am I? That's the way it works. That's the rule. And like I said, I, I, I don't understand it. Um, You'll at this revisit point. everything else, right? Well, I mean, well, on top of everything else, right? I mean, in a situation that it was, there was no malice, and of course, you said you can't, you know, you can't really 
judge or evaluate malice or intention. Right. Um, but the reality is, is the actual product of the play wasn't a violent. Right. It play. was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it's a push. He pushed the guy. Yeah. He he went he went head to head and he face mask to face mask. Not even he head didn't, to head. He didn't leave his feet. He didn't crown right. or the helmet him. He yeah. didn't like. There wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, and then it affects the game, which is a whole other conversation of craziness that's going on. So um, I think the powers that be could make a decision pretty quickly and say, okay, that that's not the intent of the rule, which right. is which is what the coach would yell. That's right. not the intent of the rule. Right, and it's something that's been a issue for, correct me if I'm wrong, at least the last couple of years in college football. Yeah. Jay, right? Yeah. The yeah. first year you kind of, all right, they're working the kinks out of it. You know, when are you going to go – for everything else that they go back and um, evaluate, right? They went back and evaluated the, the, the two signing periods, right? They changed that from one, from one to two mm-hmm. very quickly. And in, in think when you think of it, when you're changing a, you know, prehistoric rule. They went back and reevaluated the transfer portal, right, after everybody was upset about it, right, because got people were transferring in the middle of the season and all this other stuff. Am I correct? Yep. So now that you have something that actually directly affects the game that when the games are being played, this is my biggest problem. You actually act like I don't even know what you're talking about. Or I'm talking about the NCAA. Especially like how, in this space, right? right? Well, I'm just saying everything that doesn't affect the games directly because by the time that the games are played, the, you, you know, the transfer portal and the guys that are set, they're playing. So the, the product, which pays the bills – Right, is being affected because it's not like the refs are, are computers and you can say, okay, well, you took three steps, so then it's this penalty. It's four steps and this penalty. You hit this per- player, it's this penalty. It could be subject to whatever crew, right? That you're going, that you're that that's be refing the game. It could be subject to say a player or a a ref would want it to be called if he was the person receiving the hit. You know what I'm saying? So there is no regulation of it. So then, therefore, it shouldn't be a rule with unregulation where you could say, okay, I'm just going to – anytime you do anything, I'm suspended. Like, just imagine, DP, Billy Kemp coming across the middle of the field. I'm going to try to hit him in his legs, right, because I don't want to get a targeting penalty. Billy Kemp goes up and kind of catches it and cradles it. So now where I was going to hit – in a matter of not, even, I don't even know if it's like a half, a third of a second. Now, when I go to hit Billy Kemp, say in his hip or whatever, now I'm actually hitting him around his shoulder area. And by me being six two and a half, and Billy Kemp being was he five nine five ten, my face mask is going to hit somewhere on his helmet. I'm gone. And it's Ty Robinson against a quarterback for crying out loud. Like it, right? Like well, it, it's the same the, thing. The two things aren't equal, and right. he certainly. He's got a. You're asking him to be more athletic than the than the quarterback. You're literally asking well, I think the, the extension <laughs> and hitting him and all. Right, and I yeah. get it. That was it was a bonehead play. But I'm just talking about what happens to 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 players. Yeah, it's because too I've much. Seen, it's I've too seen, big of a penalty for what actually happened. Because I've seen the target area change mm-hmm. for guys that are running full speed, trying to do the right thing and hit him in a non-target area, become a targeting and lose, you know, two quarters or a game. It's tough. It's tough. It affects Nebraska in a big way. In, way more in a, than it in, would in, in a position that they Our they don't have depth thin. anyway. Right. So yeah. So it affects Nebraska way more than 
a Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Minnesota, and who else? It affects Nebraska probably, I would bet. Correct me if I'm wrong before we go to break. It affects Nebraska, Ty Robinson being out more than majority of the, I'd probably say maybe only Rutgers and maybe just because Northwestern as far as depth-wise. Everybody else, I'd, I'd like the adventure to have more depth defensive line-wise than Nebraska. But wasn't the defense fine even after he went out? Right, like yeah, they Ty, were, Ty, they, was, Ty was good. Right. He was fine, but yeah, the defense, it, I think, responded well to him being did. out. But I'm just saying, now he's out for two more quarters. Let's just say you missed the rest of the game. Now you're going to ding him up again. Um, that's the where I'm just saying that the defense, you know, played well, you know, good enough football. Um, and you also saw some guys make some plays on special teams, like uh, you know, Makai uh, Guyber, right? Hadn't played at all. Kind of came from you know a lot of accolades from Jersey. Has been got in really good shape finally, so, in on two special teams plays. Those that's those are the positive program builders. A guy that look in normal situations, DP, he doesn't make the travel roster. You get what I'm saying? In normal situ, a guy like him doesn't make the travel roster. So that lets you know the work that he's put in himself individually to get in the best shape possible. And if Nick is available, he's still on the travel roster because he's a special, he's a core special teams guy. So now he's solidifying himself in a role. You got to think, careers are born this way mm-hmm. for these people out here. Because look, this this say this scenario happens happen. It could, what could happen next week? You get to travel with seventy four up there, and I don't know if it's more because it's out of conference or in conference. But just say you travel with seventy four, right? Just say Bullock or Luke Reimer has to come out for a player too, right? Makai goes in there and gets a pick six and finishes the game. Next thing you know, oh, man, now, you know, you look a little bit – you don't look so bad in there on defense. You know, and so that's – you know, that's commendable for those guys. Um, and it's also – you want to give Tony White um, props as well. Very good game plan. I'm going to say this before we get out of here is Minnesota thought they had the dime on on Tony White, not just because they played in the bowl game, like we talked about with Ron Johnson – is because the defensive back coach that was at Syracuse last year, Minnesota hired. Right? So they thought, oh, we got a perfect game plan. Well, Tony Tony White was one or two steps ahead. A little sly cat himself. Right? Great game plan. Definitely, I'm pretty sure he, he thinks they could execute a little bit better. Uh, but a good start for him. Um, and coming in, kind of, you know, he was the last coach I think hired, right? I think, or one of them. Um, and now obviously, I think he probably had to, you know, you know, take care of his stuff back where he was working, but uh, came in probably had a lot of angst on how to three three five. It showed well last night, so it's one step in the right direction. Let's see if they can get two. So, um, yeah, defense. You know, it's like they got to keep working, man. Let's let let's see what it is. You held a Minnesota offense to thirteen points on the road. Right. That's a that's it gives me hope. That's what I'll say. It gives me hope. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's all you can go with right now. So, DPJ Forum, we're going to break. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.